Hey, teacher friend, I want to talk to you about a common question that I receive all the time about where to actually have your new business, your school, your dream school, your micro school, your learning pod, your tutoring business. And in this episode, I'm going to specifically discuss starting out of the comfort of your home. That's right. Yes out of your home or on your property, because this is a question that I am often answering due to many people going, should I have it in my home? Is this where I should start? What are the advantages? What are the implications, the possibilities? And while it can range depending on the state that you live in and the way that you structure your business, I want to specifically talk to you about the joy of starting in your home the financial implications of starting in your home, and the possibilities of growing it later on. Now, if you're the person who's going, well, I'm definitely not going to have it in my house, so I'm not going to listen to this episode. Well, hold on just a minute, because you may find that there are so many hidden gems in starting, not necessarily in your home, but maybe renting a house or purchasing a separate location that resembles a home. Now, I know that this varies, again, depending on the state that you're in, but I wanna share with you my story on why I felt called to start in my home, what it's looked like over the past couple of years, and where we're heading into for the years ahead. I hope you walk away feeling refreshed, inspired, and knowing that this is a great possibility. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Thank you so much for joining us again here on the Teacher Let Your Light Shine podcast. I do want to give you a little bit of an assignment. I would love for you to go to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com and right there on our homepage, you can see a news channel debut that Lighthouse Learning, our micro school, was featured in. This is an absolute day in the life of a micro school teacher who started a school out of her home. Now, this actually took place last year. We have even grown since then. I believe that the video only shows me with 10 students at our house. Now we have 18, and even the day that the news channel came, a couple students were absent. So, this would be a really good, fun video for you to go and get an idea And even if you're thinking, well, I don't necessarily want it to be in my house, it's still a great video for you to go and see what a micro school can actually look like whenever you have small groups 
and you have people who are just pouring into students in a various ways, my volunteers in the video, my assistants in the video. And again, since then we have grown to having another teacher and more students. Now I wanna share with you why I actually started in my house and the events leading up to me starting in my house. I will say that this was during COVID whenever I started the school. So of course I just started where I could, when I could, and depending on you know the state that you were in, maybe that was a situation that you had thought about because you were not wanting to go to a location and mask up, or or maybe you did, or maybe you were worried about the virus. Well, for me, I just started so quickly. Now I will say prior to me starting out of my home, my husband and I had had several conversations for several years about me being able to work from home. I desired to work from home. I'm not necessarily a homebody. I love being around people. I love being outside of my house. But there was just this aching in my heart of being away from my home and the things that I really enjoyed, such as cooking and making sure I kept a tidy house and making sure that my home ran smoothly. I hated getting home from work and there was a pile of dishes because we were, you know, hurrying out the door early in the morning with the dishes piled up in the sink and then I came home to a sink full of dirty dishes and then I had to cook dinner and then I had to get the clothes from the washer and the dryer. Oh my goodness, they mildewed while I was away at school. And it just felt like raising two young children, my husband working out of the house, me working out of the house, it just felt, it just felt like such a, a hard thing. It just did. And I'm definitely not a bougie type of person that has to have the nicest of items in the nicest place to live. But I wanted my home to feel like a sanctuary. And I felt like the moment I got home from work, I was putting back on the hat of being a mom and taking care of my home again. And While some of those situations are still present here now that I still run the school out of my home, it is not at all the unsurmountable feeling that I got when I worked outside of the home. I am in so much gratitude. I have so much appreciation for being able to sleep in a little bit longer, for being able to throw on my comfy clothes and put on my socks and teach that way. Now, could I do that if I go to another location? Yes, but even as I'm considering as we are growing, we've got 18 students, I have a wait list that is, I I can't even... I can't keep up with it, the phone calls that are coming. And I'm in this situation right now going, do I stay where I'm at? Not necessarily where I'm at, but get a house, build the school in the backyard, but I will always have, you know, maybe 20 kids, maybe 30 kids, depending on how big I can build this and depending on how big the property is, or do I go for it? And do I say, I'm I'm ready for it and I'm ready to have maybe 40, 50 kids with a larger building? I don't know yet, you guys. I'm sitting here going, oh. I don't. I I see the pros in both of them. I go back to the original vision of having the school outside of my house and a cute little red schoolhouse and being able to just walk out there, seeing the kids play, drink my coffee, go back inside, put some food in the crock pot, run the dishwasher, put in a load of laundry, tidy up my kids' room if I need to. I, I see that. I love that. I love being able to work on our property. I do. I find such joy, such comfort. I see not just the way that it's been fruitful in our family's life, but also fruitful in other people's lives. I know that the children who come here, their parents are grateful. 
Their parents are grateful that their kids get to sit on the couch and read a book. Their parents are grateful that their kids get to show up and just start running around in my yard. And some days we have pool swim days. Some days the kids are just out sitting in the hammock. And yes, you can have that in another location, but it just feels different in my opinion. Now, Again, I'm comparing it to me pulling up at a school with buses and with multiple people working on campus, kids sitting in a cafeteria waiting for their classroom to open up and then the kids coming into the classroom. So I understand that there is a difference that I'm comparing it to. And I know that if I start and again next year by having the school in a separate location, it is going to have a different feel. It just is. There's just a difference in the music that's so easy to put on my TV, the diffusers that I have going, the lighting of the candles when the kids arrive, the setting outside for as long as we possibly can, having my dog at school with us. There's so many joys of having this at home, but I also know what you're thinking. What about the wear and tear on your house? I see you. I hear you. I get you. And I want to be honest. Yes, those are things that you have to consider, especially as we have grown. Now I'll give you some details here. I live in less than 2000 square foot. We used to say that we had a school in our house. Now we say we live in a school. Okay. And I knew that by taking on more students this year, this was going to be a situation where I actually began looking at a church right up the street from where I live like less less than half a mile. Big, beautiful property. They were going to give me three rooms that was going to be perfect for us. There was no one there on campus throughout the day. We went there and I saw the possibilities, but it did not sit well in my heart. And I knew that means I'm going to go back home and I'm going to have 18 students, two, two additional adults and one volunteer throughout the week sharing my space, my home with me, sharing one bathroom. My husband and I's bedroom is on the opposite wing of the house and we have a bathroom, but we do not open up our bedroom or our bathroom to other people. It's just to keep the privacy, to keep it. it, There's just boundaries that have to set in place and there's a multiple reason for that, not to be selfish. There's just a, a sense of peace and personal space and also just a professionalism. So we actually have a living room that's very open to the kitchen that we use. We've got our den area, which is just a little room that has a fireplace in it. And then our daughters have their own bedroom that's completely off limits. We've got a bathroom that's on one wing of the house that has the den. And then we have used, let's say the first year, we had an office that's on the same wing of the house as my two daughters' bedroom. We had an office that we did not use for the school. The second year, we started clearing out the office and utilizing it for the school but it was still, I was kind of tinkering around with it. And then this year, our office is strictly used for the school. We use it for our kindergartners. We use it as a little library. And it's just a super cute little space that I've so enjoyed turning it into a classroom, which therefore meant that my husband and I had to move our office into our bedroom, which means that, you know, whenever I teach throughout the day in the morning, I teach starting at around 9.30 till around 12.15, 12.30. And then the rest of the day, I go back into my bedroom and I'm working on administrative things. I'm working on Teacher Let Your Light Shine. I'm working on new marketing activities for our school, emailing, talking to parents on the wait list. So I do have a personal space and I, I appreciate it. However, 
there have been some growing in this situation and in this season. I knew that, okay, if I'm going to be in my bedroom a lot, it needs to look and feel a certain way. I don't necessarily advise people to start start in you know having an office in their bedroom but hey we start where we can and I'm grateful for it so I've made it my private little sanctuary I've got it set up nicely I've got my snacks I even changed my bed sheets and my bedspread because I was like if I'm going to be in here all the time I want it to look nice I want it to feel nice I have my windows open it feels so homey so secure my children really enjoy being able to be here and you know open up their home to other people. That's how I wanted this to start. I wanted our home to be a ministry for others. Now, again, we are growing, we are expanding. And with this, I'm thinking, I don't feel the capacity to continue to have this many people in our house. We really are growing. We are ready for the next step to be able to move this out of our house. But let me tell you, financially, what a blessing. The less amount of money I've had to spend in gas, it's almost like, you know, I would, I would fill up my gas tank once a week. Now it's once every six weeks. We drive every day to the park, which is in our neighborhood. So that has changed. Even just the amount of time that I've saved having this in my home, the amount of money that I have saved, not having to pay rent somewhere else. Our electric bill has gone up a little bit. Our water bill has gone up a little bit, but not to where it was so significant that I was like, oh my gosh, when you added it all up, it was nothing compared to what we would have spent by outsourcing to another location. Now that does not mean that you cannot find another location that has a very good price because you know my husband and I looked at it we're thinking okay if we go and we pay rent somewhere else that's just adding another student or two students not a big deal we have the room for it at that point we could even hire other people maybe add three or four more kids so you're still having a profit but for me it all began because I wanted so desperately to work from home And how long this season will last, I don't know, but I'm so grateful that I can say that I was able to work from home for three years. I was able to be with my dog, be with my kids, open up our home to this ministry. Yes, there has been some wear and tear on the house, but nothing that has been astronomically expensive. You know, maybe $10, $20, $30 here, there. The students helped me clean our house at the end of the day. So when I come back in, from being in my house of working and coming back in, I make sure, and I've said this from the very beginning, I want to make sure that it feels like I just walked home from being at work all day. So at the very end of the day, the students have chores. They've learned how to clean the toilets. They've learned how to mop. They've learned how to dust. They've learned how to Windex because they want to. And I knew that I could either outsource and pay someone to help me with the cleaning or I could just start right where I'm at. I know that there are some people who have said the cleaning has been outrageous for them. I don't have carpet in my house. We invested in a Dyson vacuum. As a matter of fact, Home Depot gave it to us as a donation, which was incredible, and we're not a non-for-profit. My husband just was able to talk to the right person at the right time, which is like a, I think it's around a $600 vacuum, but it's incredible. The students know how to use it. Um, Every day, they've got a specific chore that they do. I make sure at the end of the day that I have my diffusers going, that I light a candle so that when I actually come back inside after dismissal, I've got the music playing, my house is clean, and I'm ready to seize the next part of my day. I've also been able to throw a load of laundry in. I've been able to 
work on, you know, something that is important in our home, like a gardening project, or the students even helped me pick up sticks after a hurricane. They've helped us to even remodel our house in certain aspects. We've painted, we've designed a few rooms here and there, and the students have been a part of that. And I'm so grateful that I've been able to start here. And if I wanted to stay here and stay within a certain amount of students, I would absolutely keep it in my home without a doubt, 100%. However, I know that we are growing. I have seen that even adding more students and adding more personnel, it's still extremely profitable. And so being able to use the grant that we have to build a building is really the highest desire of our heart. But in the meantime, if we have to go rent someplace or we have to go get a building, if that's what God is really calling us to do, we're still prayerfully discerning that next movement in our life, then we will. But ultimately, the ultimate vision would be to have it on our property because there's so many incredible ways that you can utilize this, not just for your school, but for an outreach, for a ministry, for other people to be able to come and use your home in a way that is just so life-giving. Now, you can have it in your home. You can have it on your property. My next step would be to build something separate outside of our property. But I do know at that given point, the growth would be a little bit more limited. You know, if you have a bigger building with more space, you are able to grow your numbers. You're able to grow the amount of teachers. And I do know that if I have it on my property, that doesn't mean that I can't grow. It just means I might have to have a different type of a model that would allow for more students to come in and out, more of a flexible opportunity. So I wanted to share with you just my view of starting out of my home, starting out of the comfort of my home, and what that has really been like blessing our family. And it's going to be so hard to let go of it if we choose to continue to grow it. It will be very, very difficult to let go of this incredible opportunity. But if you are afraid to start out of your home, I say try it. You can do anything for a year. Try it for a year. Yes, you will have to downsize, meaning downsize your stuff, okay? But it allowed us to become more simplified in our life. We got rid of things that were no longer serving us, decorations that were like, why do we need that? Things that we were holding on to that we no longer needed. It allowed us to simplify and clean our home and become so much more minimal and so much more free. That has been one of the greatest greatest blessings of them all is to just get rid of things that we no longer needed. And, and honestly, I became such an amazing organizer having it in my home and just knowing what I had in my home that I really didn't realize that I had prior to working in my home. I'm like, why do I need all of this? Why do I need this? I This doesn't serve me anymore. It's taking up unnecessary space. And I was able to clean out closets. We used two closets for our school. We have been able to get rid of things in our garage and utilize things for our garage. And so, yes, we've had to be very strategic about how we organize and how we display things. But it's been honestly such a blessing because it allowed us to take more ownership of the things in our life and more ownership to say it's time to get organized and let's time it's time to mainstream what we really need and what we don't need and it allowed us to just use our home in a way that we feel has become so much more functional i hope that this has shined a light on the possibility of starting in your home and knowing that it doesn't have to stay there 
if you're in a situation where you're like, I want to start and I really want to move and have this in another location, but I don't think I'm ready yet, just start out of your home. Having five, six, seven kids in your home can bless you financially and it's not as big of a endeavor as starting with 10, 15 kids in your home. Start there, start small and see where it takes you. It's always been fruitful for us in our time and our energy and our finances. And I know it will be for you as well. Make sure you follow us on social media, teacher, Teachers Let Your Light Shine. And make sure you go to our website, TeachersLetYourLightShine.com. Check out the video and tell us what you think in our Facebook group at Teacher Let Your Light Shine Micro School Community. We'll see you there. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.